0: You're listening to the My Three Picks Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Ages. On each episode of the show, we'll be talking with some really interesting people who will be sharing three of their favorite pictures with us. Maybe it'll be pictures they've been in, pictures they've taken, or pictures they just really like. But the common thing between all the pics will be that there's something important or meaningful to those pictures that has had an impact on their lives somehow. So sit back, get comfortable, and let's get on to the podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to the My Three Picks podcast. It's been a little while, but I'm glad to be back. Um, it's starting to snow here in Calgary, which at the same time delights me and displeases me because I, <laughs> I don't love the winter, but it's it certainly is pretty. Um, speaking of that, it's easy to take a picture of something, but it's hard to take a picture of something and have it stir something in you, good or bad, but it might stir something. And For me, I think this is something that makes professional photographers, well, professional. Um, They have a consistent approach, uh, combines some kind of a process, some kind of a vision, and hopefully for these women and men, um, it can often result in impactful pictures. So Richard Bernadin is one of these professionals. His fashion and portrait photos are artistic, complex, detailed, and communicate a certain aesthetic right away when you look at them. He's worked with the best in the business. He is among the best in the business. Um, He's worked with magazines like Elle, Fashion Magazine in Canada, Marie Claire, and Vogue. And he also works with celebrities, too, Uh, Hailey Bieber, Meghan Markle, and Frida Pinto, just to name a few. And very notably, he's also officially a brand ambassador for Canon Canada. So we'll talk about that a little bit too. Thumbs up from Richard there. Um, <laughs> I'm thrilled he's I'm thrilled he's joining us today. Richard, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, Mark. How are you? Thank you for having me?
0: yeah, my pleasure. Um so let's get right into it. So you've been working, you know, you've been working as a professional photographer for for a while, more than twenty years. Yeah, you, you know, besides being, a job for you what what where's the magic in it for you like where do you still find magic as an artist
1: i mean i i what brought me to to photography was actually something completely different it was my love of film right. and my my love of uh storytelling mm-hmm. and uh, this i mean this predates uh obviously um, digital internet, you know, because I've sure. been shooting for almost 25 years. So like we're talking early 90s. And um, I had a lot of friends that were in film school back then. I remember just hanging out with them yeah. in coffee houses and drinking liters of coffee and smoking <laughs> cigarettes back then. So you could do that. Yeah. And just talking about film, coming up with these ideas and you right. know, conceptualizing and doing this whole thing. And but the problem was that it was the early '90s, and so everything was on it was analog, it was actual film, and right. they would, you didn't nobody had the money to actually do film. They're in film school, right and you had to work in teams. And if you were lucky to be the the director, then great. But you know, more often than not, they ended up being art directors and this and that and whatnot. And anyway, and and I was like, guys, how do you, I, I? I come. I remember one night we were having a conversation, and, and I just I, and I explained to them like I said, this is like. Dating the prettiest girl in school, and not being able to kiss her, right? And I'm like, it, it's to me, it's anticlimactic. I can't, I, I, couldn't do it, right? I couldn't have all these ideas and not be able to express them. And so I obviously, um, I, uh, I turned to photography as a way uh, of creating stories within film stills, right? Um, and uh, and that. And and strangely enough, I never. Funny enough, I never made the connection of actually doing film stills on sets, uh, Mm -hmm. on film sets. I just i i i started experimenting with that, and um, and it led me towards fashion photography because that was a viable way of doing that, bringing my artistic um, needs, my narrative needs, and being able to to also. make money and travel and, you know, do, do everything yeah. else with it. So, yeah. yeah. So that's how I got into passion photography.
0: So wh- where, and where was, where was, where did you start doing that?
1: It was in Montreal. Like I, 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 yeah, I, I assisted for a year and a half in almost yeah, a year and a half in New York. Okay. And then I came back to Montreal. Um, and that's where I, I really dove into my creative process. I was doing a lot of, um, Personal projects, which ended up again leading me towards doing fine art, because right. you know whatever gallery saw my work and they're like, "Hey, we're doing this project in Japan. Do you want to do it?" And, and then I started doing all these gallery exhibits with with my work, and then eventually, but it was this it was a cycle of you know feast or famine. <laughs> right. You, know, yeah. you, you do the you do the exhibit, it sell out, and you're like, yeah, I have money, and then six <laughs> months later, you're poor again, and you're like, and I could, and then. And then my, my wife and I had uh, a, our first child. And then I was like, you know what? I can't do this. I can't do this weird cycle right. anymore. I got, right. I got to find a way of doing something more consistent. And that's, yeah. that's when I really went for the uh, official title of, you know, commercial fashion photographer.
0: Right. Right. And there, and there was, there's obviously, I mean, there's a great market for that in Montreal. Right. So, yeah. Um, so did you have a moment kind of, as you were doing this and you're like, you know, you talked about that kind of feast and famine a uh, cycle, you know that I think a lot of people are probably familiar with. Right. Um, but did you have a moment when you're like, you know, hang on, I think I'm actually pretty good at this. like I, I think i I think I can do this. Like I think I might be able to make a career in this.
1: I mean, yes, cause I mean, I was very lucky, like I said, that that first exhibit that I did, um, well, I did two my two first exhibits, uh, the group exhibits, but the first one was in Kobe, Japan, and they were, they were celebrating, um, uh, it was in 1999. So they were celebrating a hundred years of whatever fashion went And yeah. they had a, they had a whole wing dedicated to fashion photography. Okay. And, and all the giants were obviously not Richard Avedon, you know, Newton, Irving Penn, like all the giants in fashion photography were, were, were being exposed, but they also had a, a um a section for you know the new way the 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 young who, who what's the next generation right and I was lucky to be part of those um ten or fifteen uh, young photographers that were that were invited to do that, so that yeah. brought attention yeah and which led to another exhibit that i did in uh in yes yeah, so that was 90, yeah 99 and, and yeah. that same year, um a small gallery in in New York invited me the curator saw my work at that exhibit and invited me to participate in her exhibit. She says, we're launching a book, um, uh, an event in November. And, you know, we have a small space at the back uh, where we would like to feature four or five artists. And would you be into it? I'm like, yes, (laughs) not knowing that they were launching Helvin Newton's sumo book. Um, and so, yeah, so I, you know, I show up and then, you know, there's yeah. everybody, everybody in Helmut Newton. And, you know, so, yeah, so all these, you know, y- y- you're, you're, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're getting, I mean, I was getting a lot of, um, um, I don't, I, no, I don't want to say praise, but I mean, I was getting a lot of, uh, it's okay.
0: Do it. Say it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, yeah, I, I bet you're being
0: recognized. You're being recognized.
1: Yeah, I was, uh, yeah exactly. I, I benefited by the fact of, you know, like, uh, of, being in close proximity to these giants of photography and that helped launch my career. And so then I, I, I knew that Montreal was not necessarily the, Montreal's like, I love living here. It's, it's a sure. great place to live. There's it, a great quality of life. Um, but for the kind of, I knew that for the kind of work that I, that I was doing, it was more artistic, that was more uh, personal, that had a more cinematic uh, flair to it. I needed to go abroad. So that's when I decided to go to Paris Okay, and I got an agent there and then things just, yeah, evolved okay. that way.
0: So there's, I think there's a, I guess what I'm hearing a little bit is, I mean, there's an element of, I'm not, I wouldn't say luck because you know, you've done, you've done the hard work, like your, your, your images are, you know, your work is your work. It's great. But I think for a lot of, I mean, one narrative I've had through a lot of uh, interviews I've done is that there's there's kind of an aspect of like being in the right place at the right time and just having like some fortune associated with. And I think you've kind of spoken to that a little bit, eh?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I was I was saying that to a friend of mine just this week, who's this painter, mm-hmm. and he's booked for the next four years. Wow! And I, I and I told him I said, you, you do realize that. I don't want to, again. You know, I don't want to use the same like that word "lucky" because mm. you know, luck has. I don't believe necessarily in luck, but yeah, right. I, I said, but you are. He, I told him you are lucky in the fact that there are artists alive today, and that were alive years ago, and that in, in the future will be the same thing that will yeah. live and die, and they'll be great artists, and no one will ever hear about them. Exactly. And so, so, so as like for. So yes, you know, know, stepping out of your comfort zone, going to places and meeting people and instigating, yeah, is yeah. I mean, for sure. Like, had I said no to these, I mean, like to do the the exhibit in Kobe, and this, I mean, again, I was when they asked me to do that, I was in my famine (laughs) famine phase, my famine phase. yeah? Yeah. So when they asked me to do that, I was like, I had to you know, blow up these prints. They yeah. were framing them, but I had to blow them up and ship them. Yeah. And when I did them, I didn't have the money. I just didn't have the money. So right. I gambled. I took all my camera equipment and I yeah. sold it. Wow. And I, I was like, look, you know what? If I don't try, if I don't put myself yeah. out there, if I don't yeah. do something, what, what's, that, what's, that, what's that expression? Uh, insanity is... Uh, Doing the same thing over oh, yeah, and over yeah, again, yeah, and that's expecting right. a, a, a different result. Right. I mean, so I had, I was like, you know, what? and every time I remind myself of that I was like, if I need to <clears throat> change level, go to another level, or try something new, then I have to do something new. Right. And so yeah, so yeah, so I mean, it's yes, for sure. There's there's your talent. There's there's charisma. There's a whole bunch of things that go into it. But I mean, sure. putting yourself out there and yeah. being at the right place at the right time. Yeah, is, well, is a big part of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great uh, a great lesson, not a lesson, but even just a great kind of thing to think about for people who are, you know, f- for young young and old creatives, like whether yeah. you, whatever you're doing you kind of you kind of I mean, I was saying you kind of got to be in it to win it, right? Like you got to yeah. you got to be out there doing it, right? So yeah, totally. Um so listen, why don't why don't we, you know, this is the My 3 Picks podcast. and actually today, listener <laughs> I think I may have one listener, but listener, I think um, today we're we're doing something. It's actually the My Four Pics podcast today with Richard. Uh, so we'll get into the first of those pictures today. And just as a reminder, um, you know, we're talking today. It's a podcast. But if you want to look at the images that we're talking about, you can go to my website. I'll put the details in the bottom of the notes of the podcast. And you can go and actually see the images that we're talking about that Richard's actually uh, Uh, shared with me today Um, and it's a much better way to kind of appreciate what we're going to talk about right now which is one of the first images so what can you tell us about this i'll I'll kind of just or maybe you can describe it why don't you describe this first image that we're going to look at
1: well this this first uh this this first image is from um one of my more successful exhibits uh uh again this this actually is a perfect image to start with because it embodies everything that we had led up to right now so um i i had this idea for a film and i never i haven't done it i I do plan on doing it sometime in my life but um uh and i was like well i draw really well but i i was like why draw when i could like literally take pictures take the picture yeah and, and and you know play with it in a more a more cinematic way than just you know line drawing so right. i i put right. i yeah i did, I did uh, this is basically uh a shoot that we did in four hours um i had a muse i called in uh, one of my good friends who's this uh, fashion editor uh to to, to just to have a, i i needed a singular piece and i wanted i wanted it to do red just that so it stands out mm. um and uh so it's a story of uh, of loneliness, and so basically, I, I, I storyboarded this, this. These images are basically a storyboard for okay. a film that I wanted to do, yeah. and um, and the images were so strong uh, that um, I, you know, somebody showed them to a gallery, and they're like, "Hey, would you want to do an exhibit with us?" I'm like, right. "Yes," and then next thing you know, a year and a half later, I I sh- I, I showed this these these images in. Maybe eight or nine galleries around the world. So, mm. so yeah. So it's called 1972, which is basically the year of my birth because mm. I'm from the '70s. And yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, and I love, I love playing with that again. It's all. It's very cinematic. It's very dark. It's uh, playing with you know reflections and you know uh, contrasting uh, colors and, mm-hmm. and and dramatic lighting. So and did I necessarily? And that's the thing. I mean. I'm a very, like, I have a very strong idea in my mind of what mm-hmm. I want to do when doing a shoot, right. but it's never the actual physical images. Like I don't, like when I did, when I did this shoot, I didn't draw a, a storyboard board to get these shots. Right. I, I stay very open and, and I, I believe in serendipity and I believe in happenstance and, mm-hmm. and coincidences and things coming together. And when you're in that flow state that they, mm. you know, people always talk about, mm. that's how these images come about. And so, like, mm-hmm. I mean, this, I saw the reflection, which is why, and I just say, hey, stop, yeah. hold on one second. I just, right. I did that. And then that was the title shot for this whole exhibit that I did. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah. I know you, you that, well, it's an amazing shot. Um, Thank you. And I know you've talked about, uh, you know, the, the, the difference, I guess, that... It, between doing kind of your art versus doing your work right. speaking specifically about photography. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, I suppose this one would be, you, you would classify this more as your art probably rather than your work. Eh?
1: Totally. But I mean, I've, I've gotten so much work. Totally. <laughs> from yeah. 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 This. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like, this has everything that fashion loves also. Sure. Sure. Um, like this, the 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 bag and the coat that she has are are Balenciaga. She's wearing Louboutin shoes. Right. So I mean, it has it has that aesthetic. It has that yeah. um, that strong uh, visual signature.
0: Yeah.
1: That fashion photography and so I mean, so yes, I'm I'm again I don't want to use the word lucky, but I I set myself up that way. I yeah. knew that yeah uh, that I I wanted to to work on projects where people came to me for my signature yes and not just as an like just an executant or someone that's going to press a button and that will that will do something i mean and there's nothing wrong with that there's a lot of people that do that especially today especially you know with the the whole e-commerce and internet and whatnot Uh, that's that's a lot of the work is is being done is that whereas people come to me specifically for for my look for my signature yeah and so so i'm I mean, obviously, there's, you, know, it's the, you never get 100% creative freedom and just you know, do whatever you want. Yeah. But the basis is there. It's yeah. like, hey, Rich, we love what you do and what you're about. Sure. How would you see our product you know, in your universe in your, and our universe? And yeah. how can we bring those together? And that, yeah. for me, is, like is perfect, the best of both worlds. Yeah. Perfect situation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I've spoken to I was I interviewed a, a photographer by the name of Jez Smith he's an Australian, uh, photographer. Right. He's, he's, he's English, Australian, but he's, he's, he's done some great stuff. And he said the same thing. He said like, you know, people don't hire me to, uh, to, 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 to click the shutter, you know, or, in, yeah. you know, push the button and mirrorless or whatever, you right. know, they, they hire me for my aesthetic. Like that's why they hire me. Right. Um, you know, I think one of the, one, you know, I asked you earlier about that kind of idea of, what still gets you going in terms of, you know, the the magic moment of photography. And I guess for me, I mean, when I, when we talk about this image specifically, like we're kind of talking about that magic, right? Like that kind of that that the happenstance or that serendipity you talked about where like it just comes together and you're like, oh, hang on, this yeah. is what I want right here. Yeah. This is it, yeah. right? And I know I, I know, and I, know. I, don't,
1: I don't I don't know if we could have planned this. That's the no. thing. And that's and that's what yeah. I tell people. It's like they look at my images and they're like, oh, and they, they put all these storyboards together. Sure. Say, yeah, but I mean when I shot this, we didn't know that's what we were gonna get. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you have to be able to to go and to like to a certain degree let go. Yeah. You know, so that and that's one of the reasons where I, I and mean, I know this is always a point of contention, but hmm. um when I don't have to shoot tethered, I don't because I feel that everybody's focused on what has already been done. If, if, if you sure. see it on the screen, it's shot, it's sure. done. It's like, sure, you could change it, but I mean, I would rather everybody be focused on what's going on in front of the camera. Right. And it is a collaborative. I mean, I do, I've, yeah, I've always said it like I, I can't, I'm not a stylist. I'm not a model. I'm not a hair and I'm not like, I'm not any of those things. I'm a photographer. Yeah. And so I need all those people around me to cr- tell me, create the, These images, but if we're all focused on what's already been shot rather than creating, then that's what I loved about film. That you know, you shot a couple of Polaroids. It gives you an idea for light and you adjust, and then you trust. You you everybody gets together and like oh, and you're exchanging ideas and you're shooting and you're creating, and enough that you trust that you know everybody's talents came together and you 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 did something.
0: But let me ask you another question. So, you know, when you, when you, when you get through, start to go through that, that process you've talked about of, of you know, planning a shoot, like, do you ever have these moments where you're like, oh, you know, I've done that. I don't want, I can't do that again. I need to do something new. Like, do you have that tension at all?
1: Um, sure. I mean, you know, I mean, cause I mean, it's, yes, it comes up because obviously people, there's a certain amount of, um of leadway that people like they, they're like, yeah. oh, you know, Richard does these very cinematic or very beautiful images with these beautiful women. Right. And you know, so these themes keep coming back. Sure. But for me, I know for a fact that change is just one element. Sure. And everything changes. Yeah. So every time I'm working with new people, new teams, new models, new locations, it's never the same. Right. Ever, ever, right. ever. Right. And so, so I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't buck up on that at all because I, mm-hmm. I know that it, again, I, and, and, and even if it's the whole same team change the day It's always different. And, what yeah. you, and it'll be different. What you did yesterday and you take the same team and you mm-hmm. go back and you do it the next day, it will be different because we, we lived, we, we experienced things. We, you know, so mm-hmm. all these elements uh, help to inspire and to guide you while, while we're all creating together. Right. So, right. Right no 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 no
0: no 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 tension there then you feel pretty no no. i mean you know i think that that's you know let's take um uh lindbergh for example right peter lindbergh like his Mm. his shots right so you know uh similar style in a sense right like very and and he's one of you know if not one of the most celebrated photographers of our time right right And, and 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 uh uh i to use the word model but like he's he, what is the word um uh example i guess for other yeah. people just like totally. you know this person and yet his style if you wish to call it that is quite similar like it's consistent through all his shots yeah. but it's always different yeah. and um and uh and it's beautiful well, right
1: because he's a master of what he, of of yeah, you know, we live in an era of dabblers, right? right? So everybody's dabbling, doing all kinds of stuff, experimenting. And it's okay. When you're starting out, sure. it's important to explore. Sure. Yeah. But figure out what you like and yeah. do that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong in doing that and, and like really digging into that and see where that brings you after 10, yeah. 15, 20, 30 years. Look yeah. at Lindbergh. Lindbergh. is a perfect example. Mm. He he had his signature look, mm-hmm. yet. I have four of his books. Mm-hmm. Um, each image is I, each yeah. image is poignant and different and strong. Even yeah. if it's tied in, but it, it's his universe. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't need to have, you know. So yeah, so I feel I feel that uh, I'd rather be a master of one thing than right. to be, uh, you know, whatever mediocre. In yeah. the in the
0: there's lock. a saying about that too <laughs> it's like, like yeah i'm not gonna this is not a, it's not a cliche show but we're not yeah, gonna get into no, it but no. <laughs> um but there's another uh you know that i think there's a sense of also today you know as you mentioned the kind of idea of dabbling like and it, uh, you know i think with particularly with social media we, we kind of talked before we came on came online about this too um you know that there's some pressure to kind of whether it's construed or not, but there's some pressure, you know, in, in the, in the digital world um, of being um, different and, and doing all these things. But similarly, I've, I've kind of had that experience where that you, you can go down a rabbit hole really quickly uh, not, and not in, not into good places. Right. Of no. doing that stuff. And it's sometimes you just like, you know what, I, I know my lane. Like, yeah. I, I know this is what I like,
1: like, yeah.
0: and there's nothing wrong with just doing what I like.
1: That's right. Right. I, I, you know, I mean, I, you said like, you know, um, I was just in, uh, in Lake Louise, uh, at a Canon, uh, online, uh, not online, I'm sorry, in-person, mm. uh, workshop. And there was like 40 or 50 photographers and there yeah. were four mentors. And I, I told them, I was like, guys, you know, there's, we're nearly 9 billion people on this planet. So don't try to please everybody because you can't. Mm. And even if you please a fraction of 1%, sure.
0: That's.
1: Millions and millions of people. Sure. So do your thing, and right. you will find you you you'll find the people that will appreciate your work. And yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, I yeah. mean, there's there's a there's a lot of things. Like I love Peter McKinnon. I think he's a great yep. photographer. Yep. I have no interest in shooting what he shoots right. at all. Mm. But I, I appreciate it. I I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. But it's not what you know. It's, uh, that, it's that, not it jam. doesn't speak to me. It's, it's not my jam. So. It's not
0: your jam. Yeah. Um, speaking of jam, yeah. <laughs> that's my ter- <laughs> terrible segue into the next photo because um, it has nothing to do with jam. Um, let's look at your next one. Um, tell me about this one. This for for our, again for our listener. <laughs> this is uh, this is an incredible shot of of uh, a woman uh, with an enormous snake around her. Enormous.
1: <laughs> it's enormous. It's a pi- and actually you know it's the funny thing just you know it's a baby python. <laughs> <laughs> it's don't, don't tell full, me that <laughs> it's not even a full group like oh that. gosh um that was funny because i mean i um Abraham was a huge source of inspiration for me mm. i met him uh, very early in my career i did uh i did intern uh a couple times uh for a period of time when i was in new york uh there and he like he's always been a huge source of inspiration for me mm-hmm. and um like this image, like what he did, he shot, he shot, uh, this is basically a tribute okay. to an image that he shot with uh, Natasha Kinski, okay, uh, yeah. right, right before she was, um, I think she was pregnant. Right. So, um and I, I remember hearing stories and like, I, I, he was, you know, I remember him telling the story where like, you know, they shot all day. And again, like, and, and Avedon, like I mean, again, contextually, like this was back in the in the '80s that he shot this, and Avron always shot in eight by ten sheet films, which is a a relatively slow process, especially considering today where you have cameras that are shooting thirty frames a second. Right, that's not the case. You know? Right, and so he had a vision of um, the Python, like you know, slithering on her naked body, mm. and eventually get catching an image of the python kissing like with her with his tongue uh the subject right and i was like oh what and it, you know i mean and like oh almost and but it's like a sheet film and then he missed it and you're like, okay and then yeah. he kept reworking and they're playing with him and then, you yeah. know the whole day and then, yeah. um, when Marlon uh is one of my muses i've shot with her for years uh-huh. and she was in montreal we we're doing I completely uh, we we're shooting actually for rightness and which is a very you know <laughs> commercial straightforward brand yeah and i and we're there, she was there for like three or four days and i the first day i told her i said you know what um i'm working on the project and i want to do this tribute to abaddon and i, I you would be perfect for it mm, well. mm-hmm. and it's like wow what is it and I, and I showed her and she goes anything but snakes <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, you want spiders, you want tigers, you want elephants, which anything but like snakes, That's right? I can't do like Indiana Jones. I can't do snakes. Right? Yeah, no, I, I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> and and I was like, look, I'm like, I hear you, and I mean, no problem. I, I look, yeah, you know, no, don't worry about it. Said, just <laughs> think about it, and and I sent you the image, the 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 the, 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 I mean, the inspiration, the inspiration, and the image I yeah. yeah, and. The night of the third day, going into uh, before the last day, uh, at, the end of the, at the end of the third day of shooting, she comes up to me and she goes, you know what, she goes, you know, you've always said, you know, step out of your comfort zone. You're always telling me, you're always, you know, you're always preaching this. And I'm like, and she goes, you know what, I have a feeling I will regret this mm. for the rest of my life if I don't do it. So oh, she okay. goes, you know what, let's do it. I, you know, right there, I talked to the producer, I said, okay, let's get the, the, you know, be the Wrangler and get him to come in at the end of the shoot the next day. Right. And then, um, that, that, this thing just slithers up her body and, and, yeah I'm shooting with, I mean, this was, uh, was like three years ago. So I was shooting with the 1D X Mark II and I was like, you know, and then, you know, what, four frames in. Yeah. I had the shot that Avedon tried to get yeah, all right. day long. And I, right. and I was like, oh my goodness, that's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, so it, it was a dichotomy, but it, it was a great experience. And yeah. I, I'm so happy to, to, like, it's one these are, we were talking before we came in, what my favorite pictures are. And it's hard to say after 24 years of photography, sure, what, sure. but this will always be. In my top
0: five. Oh God! Sure. Yeah, I
1: mean, this image for sure. It's, Absolutely. Um, I there's I, like and there's a strength to her, and I mean, she doesn't look like someone who's mortified by having this. You know, it's a baby python that weighed, I think, it was like, I don't know, it like eighty pounds. It, it, it was. I, I I held it, and it was. Yeah. It was heavy, and it's yeah. big, and it yeah. just. Yeah. So yeah. So this is one of my. uh This is one of my personal favorites
0: she does not look concerned about it whatsoever you're right no, she doesn't. Yeah. and i mean so, you know again it's like kind of what we talked about uh, a few moments ago which is that kind of mo- you know that serendipitous moment you know like and that's kind of the magic yeah. of photography it's like you just caught it right caught it.
1: right, right at, the, at the right time everything yeah. just was <laughs> along yeah the
0: right time like yeah you know yeah it's an incredible image yeah thank you <laughs> your idea of feminine beauty changed over the years to where Um, from where it was maybe 10 years ago to where it is now for example
1: i i mean yes Yes i would say yes and no yeah um i uh without you know you know without going in (laughs) going into a completely different subject but i mean i you know i am a a black man working in an industry where there wasn't a lot of black photographers right. to show off with. So, I mean, I've always been attracted to feminine beauty in general, but I, obviously, like, you know, obviously like all types, all shapes and colors, but it's not something that 10 years ago was, uh, how can I say, easily acceptable. I mean, just last night I was watching I was just watching some, a show on, um, that we had taped on the, the PVR, mm. And I, I just, I was zapping through, you know, like we all do, through the commercials, you know, just skipping sure. through them. Yeah. And then I stopped and I went back. Mm. And my wife was like, what, what are you doing? And I'm like, look at this. And five ads and every single one of them had either a black family, a black man, a black woman. And I'm like, this three, three years ago, was mm. not a reality right. and today we're like you know like one of my biggest clients uh ever in my whole career was an agent an asian brand called chingai Tang, mm. and where 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 i shot asian models yeah so that's it and i right. loved it it was because i mean i love Asian, like the whole asian culture and right. whatnot and so but i mean every t- but i got that traveling abroad here wherever right i came back and Often I would propose to magazines and say, "Hey, what are, you know we're doing cover? like, oh, it's it'd be mm. great to have, like, you know, you know a beautiful, you know, African American or black woman with you know mm. a big afro or mm. and we'll get to that. But I mean, um like, oh no, but you know, we did a shoot like that right last year. And I'm like, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I mean it was always, and obviously that the whole that whole narrative has changed since you know the the right. pandemic and you know black lives and then everybody you know everybody had a um had their you know their their time in the in, in the spotlight but i mean i i did it i've always like i always you know like that's what i love about photography and that's one mm-hmm. of the things I, that's one of the reasons why i keep shooting portraits yeah. i'm a very i do a lot of portraits and my, i reserve like one or two days a, week, a month to shoot and i shoot anybody it's Mm. one it's either an hour or a three-hour session Mm -hmm. It's the same price for anybody and i've shot mothers and lawyers and celebrities and you know models and i don't care yeah everything anybody goes and i love that because i mean i love giving them that experience of subliming them through my my vision through my eye but i mean i feel that And often like they're like oh you know and people are always self-critical you know but I mean I I feel that it's I help them see that that innate their unique and innate beauty Mm -hmm. therefore you know yes I've shot you know you know thin and you know uh, and and, then some some uh, some uh, some plus size models I've shot black and Chinese and Asian and Korean and and North American you know like everywhere like russian and yeah yeah for every name every race and every nationality and it's it's i i i i i love just people you yeah. know and I, I that's why like you know i mean that's mm. what like you know i was saying you know, like uh, i i can appreciate like you know like you know people shooting these beautiful landscapes and mm. trucks and cars but it's not my thing i love yeah people. i know i yeah. mean yeah so but I mean,
0: on that, like, and I this is as close as I was going to come today. But like, your parents were 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 Haitian, right? Yeah, yeah, are they still are they still are <laughs> they still are? Yeah. Yeah. But like, um, you know, that's, and I, you know, and, and I know you, you you've kind of you know Canadian American lived in different places. Like, tell me about that. Like, has that had an influence on, like, the incredible culture and people of Haiti and just that whole space? Like, has that is that ref- not not necessarily reflected in your photography, but is that reflected in you as a person?
1: I mean, uh, well, obviously my upbringing, you know, yeah, my yeah. parents were, you know, you know they're, they're Haitian, you know, I was brought up in a very, and they're first generation um, immigrants here yeah. also. So it's like, you know, there's that there's that whole aspect of it also. Yeah. But I mean, yes, I mean, it's obviously it's uh, it's very it's a very big part of who I am. Right. But, um, and again, this is another thing that I was talking about just recently this week mm. is that um, I remember like for like five or six years ago, I didn't know any other black photographers, maybe right. one or two. Right. And, and uh, I was just recently in New York and I, I met someone and they're like, Hey, Oh, it's so great. You know, and I didn't realize you were, you were black. And I'm mm. like, and, and I'm like, well, what do you mean? So yeah. I see your work, and it's like it's so diverse and international, yeah. and 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 I saw where they're going with it. A lot yeah. of black photographers today yeah. are shooting just black people, right? And right. that that was never like as much as I wanted to shoot more black sure. people, but I didn't have the opportunity. Um, now that I I do, yeah. And I like I've always shot like and like I said we said before, you know, all nationalities, but. I I've never like I was raised. I went to an international school. Yeah, I, th- there there were it wasn't primarily black at all. We were living in a uh, small uh, small uh, small town in Quebec, mm. uh, in the province of Quebec. So we to was, and I went to, into Al-Jabier, exactly. And so mm. I went to an English speaking school. So it was all mo- mainly immigrants, and it was right. like literally the the United Nations. So for me, yeah. I was raised. All my friends were from completely different parts of the world. Sure, so. I never had that. Sure, I had that part of me that was Haitian, Italian, but I yeah. mean, all my friends, I grew up with them, and I, you know, you went to their house and yeah. you you soaked into their culture. And sure, sure. So, so that 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 has a bigger impact, on it. and then, yeah, right. I could see that more yeah. in my my work and the way I see the world than just if I had maybe just been brought up in a small black. You know community like you know sure, sure. so yeah so so yes. Yeah. so yeah. yes it does but i mean not in, in i think more in a in a, in a way that I'm, I'm i do feel blessed that i that i had that upbringing and that sure, i went to that sure. kind of school sure. and i had all those friends because i mean mm. i see the i see it as a world you know what yeah. what I, mean? I don't i don't look at nationalities and it's never for me it's never a requirement like i i yeah i'm like i will cast for the role, the role. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter what. Oh, OK, yeah. if you're Asian yeah. or if you're Indian or if you're, whatever, yeah. it doesn't matter. You know, it's
0: such a, it's such an interesting topic, right, because you you want to, you know, there's 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 no right or wrong answer. Right. Like if you yeah. wanted, if if you are um, a black photographer, or an Asian photographer and you want to you want to shoot um, black subjects or Asian subjects or white, whatever yeah fill, fill your boots like it's up to you yeah. you know it's good whatever you like to do and I think I, I guess you were saying something similar to me in the sense that I just choose not to right like I just choose to shoot for the the moment right in the role yeah. and whatever it's whatever it requires so if it's yeah. just if it requires a you know I'm I'm Maltese like my my, my father's Maltese mm-hmm. so uh you know southern short you know burly hairy people from <laughs> the Mediterranean like if there's a you know, people don't say, "Why don't you just sh- shoot short, burly, hairy fishermen?" Like, because <laughs> I don't, I'm Maltese, but I don't need to do that, right? Like, so. Yeah. Exactly. Um, anyway, holy <laughs> side tangent there, but anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: well, it's good. It's good. It's good. I love yeah. these conversations.
0: Yeah. So. yeah, shout out, Shout out to all the Maltese and Haitian <gasps> people. Shout out! <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> let's let's go to your uh, let's go to your your third or third or fourth a uh, four images you um and this is such a cool image. I mean. I love. I mean, I just love. A, that's like maybe the coolest couch I've ever seen, and then B, it's green and it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, tell me about this one.
1: This was a uh, a project that a uh, that I did uh, last. Yeah, last winter actually, when Toronto was in. Yeah. That interminable. Yeah, <laughs> lockdown. The, the, pro, the
0: prolonged lockdown. Yeah.
1: The prolonged, yeah, the never-ending lockdown um uh it was a it was a series on uh, on sarah who's a, an actress uh on a netflix show called um genie uh, in georgia so she's from toronto okay. um and because of the lockdown because of the pandemic uh, when the show got released, normally you know they 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 do all kinds of you know p r and press and whatnot and right. you know and they'll, they'll like you know i mean she's she's based in Toronto but, i mean obviously she' gone to to california and to new york and right. to do all these different you know interviews with magazines and they would shoot and do all these shoots they couldn't do that and so her pr agency in the states called me and said hey could you shoot like a ton of pictures of sarah right. and then we will then form those out to all the different interviews that she'll do like online and then and i'm like all right cool so right. and uh, so yeah so like i uh, and i um so yeah, I organized it. We we shot at like you said at the Four Seasons uh, mm. in Toronto, which is a beautiful hotel. Mm. Um, and um, I when I when I when I met Sarah, like right away, it was funny because I like, I met her that day the first time, you know. Right. And I, I went. I went. I was staying at the hotel, so I went down and I I, I went to to get her at the, the reception. Mm. And then when we saw each other, it was like right away, it was like like this. Yeah. Do we know each other? Like it's like, right. it's like this, right. like this, this like. We're like, wow, that's so cool, and we just started chatting and talking, and then, yeah. and it brought me back. Like, I, 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 have this, I have this firm belief in the, in the, the concept of the artist and and his and his muse, mm-hmm. and um, and we were talking about that, and I had this completely different idea mm-hmm. <laughs> for the shoot, but mm-hmm. seeing that, like that, that conversation that we started having, and then she was getting ready and doing all yeah. stuff, and I was like, you know what? And it reminded me of my first times in Paris, and, and I was, like, in awe. Like, everything is beautiful in Paris. Like, everything. Right. Like yeah. The sidewalks and the buildings. And totally. Like, I'm like, ah. Oh. And then when I discovered, like, I went to the Louvre, and I went to all these museums, and I just spent, every Sunday I would go, and I would just explore, and I'd love those huge, like, paintings, like Goya and, mm. and Caravaggio, and, and I love, like, the, those deep, dark, you know, those... Paintings with you know that that Rembrandt top plate and yeah it, it had that you know and so I was like you know what let's do that what that's what I want to do <laughs> and, and yeah. that's 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 what we did so yeah that's well, amazing that was, yeah thank you yeah I mean and obviously yeah. that the green that green couch is quite <sighs> lovely. yeah it, I mean <laughs>
0: it, yeah it's very cool um and there's just I mean the the the, the texture of the couch too it just it just goes so well with all the shading and i think what was that term from art class Kiroscuro, is that it something shading? yeah exactly shading? so let's go up yeah um so yeah, so. yeah so no, it's a great shot it's a great Thank shot you.
1: all right it's one that again this is another one that 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 made that top five list yeah so, no so doubt so yeah yeah
0: Let's go to your fourth one. Okay. This is this, today special special edition. My four picks, not my three picks. <laughs> my four picks today. Um, but this is a this is a this is a photo that uh, that Richard wanted to uh, speak to, especially because of your love of black and white photos.
1: I look. I started out. I mean, like I said, I, you know, I started out in film, like, yeah. on analog. You know, so yeah. and back then it was easier to to start with black and white. Sure, because you didn't have to, and I and I mean, you know, I want to talk about, I right, you know, I I did all my processing, film processing, contact sheets, printing, I did everything. Right. So I I started with black and white, um, and also because it was cheaper <laughs> to, to to than color, and then I eventually uh, progressed and learned to process color film and. Color prints, which is a completely different process in itself, right. but um yeah, so I, like like anybody who goes on my website or on my Instagram sees that I'm always posting stuff in black and white. I and yeah. I know that's not it's not a popular thing nowadays. Like you know, I, and color. I,
0: I don't get that because I love yeah. black and white too. I love the kind of okay. like there's something about yeah. black and white. It's so different.
1: Oh, so and I mean, like, and and this picture is yeah, stunning. It is color. stunning. Yeah, the color is stunning, but in black and white, totally. It's, like, it's for me it's like wow you know so yeah, yeah so this was uh this was a shoot with um uh, an angolan uh <laughs> deity yeah <laughs> no, but i mean she's just like
0: well no she looks like it yeah
1: yeah she she she's like six i think she was six three or six four with the heels yeah uh you know and and uh, her name is maria borges um top model from angola victoria secrets and all that stuff mm-hmm. and um, we were doing this cover shoot and, and my, again, when I gave her this role, that code and she, and she flew in and I got, seriously, the epitome of, of professionalism. She flew in from Angola. I didn't know that. I thought she was, mm-hmm. I thought she was flying in from, from Europe, like from, okay. I don't know, whatever. They yeah. told me she was flying in, but don't worry about it. She's she to be on the, on my oracle. And yeah. she showed up at the shoot 10 minutes early, Right, She had flown in from Angola um direct came to the shoot and had the biggest smile and like the like she was like down for everything and Mm. she's like well what's this shoot about and Mm. i'm like well i think it's you know i thought you see high fashion like she's wearing yves Saint Laurent on this and you know we're gonna and i told her i want to go back to i had two i had two references like i've always wanted to do i i love those powerful um posters from the 70s of the black panther movement Yep. and they had those women with the big afros because yep. I mean, you know, they had the afros because so right. I love that mm. uh, we were shooting uh, in uh, Midtown and like, up, we went up a bit and we went to Harlem, mm. and I said, I also one of my favorite movies when I was growing up was Coming to America yeah. I love that, you know, yeah. Eddie Murphy is, sure. you know, this, this you know, African yeah. prince who's yeah. just yeah. larger than life, right. I said, and I told her, I said look, think Black Panther's Right coming to America, and right. we were we were shooting in the streets, and we were literally stopping traffic, oh yeah, everywhere it. and and yeah, and I wanted to give it that 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 sense of like I mean her legs are just like you know, <laughs> they go crazy. on forever and yeah. with with afro and yeah and then and she has a very strong uh div- i don't want to say divine, but like you know majestic you know yeah. way of holding herself and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's one of those images that I, that I, that is truly poignant, that I, that I, that I enjoy, that I love.
0: So. Yeah, I know it is. It is. So, you know, and again, it's kind of one of those interesting things about photography, right? Like the subjective kind of nature of, of, uh, totally. you know, there's like, there's so many, you know, you know, somebody might be looking at the scene and think about like, you know, just New York and the diversity and, you know, somebody right. else might look at it and just go like, wow, what a powerful woman you know there's all there's something there's so much so that's much right. going on right so exactly it's an incredible it's an incredible photo so thank, thank you, you for thank you for sharing that with me um listen i i wanted I, I always like to end on doing kind of like this rapid fire thing but before i do that i wanted to ask you about okay. can, can you talk to me about canon
1: brand ambassador that's cool oh yeah well i mean that again that happened during the pandemic you know? yeah. and that, it was it was completely what well, not something i was looking to, to Four, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just happened yeah i mean yeah, i yeah, yeah. um i i funny i'll make it a short story because it could actually be a long story but mm. um i i travel a lot and i i had this roll-on bag but i uh roll-on yeah for my cameras and That's i always true. got brought my camera obviously bring my cameras up uh in the uh, in uh the plane, in the plane with yeah. me mm-hmm. but it was a, it was a um it wasn't a hard case. It was just like a regular, like you know, roller, you know. Sure, sure. And the last, uh, right before the pandemic, I saw, and, and this happened quite a few times. The last, like it was, in, I think it was in January or December. I went to Paris, and going there was an issue. Coming back, I was at Air France counter, and at child de Gaulle, and the 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 lady at the counter looked at me and said, "Like, no, you can't. There's no way you can get on the plane with that. That's it's right. too heavy." right well i you know and then whatever and the discussion ensued right. and literally i had to empty the bag and separate items and they gave me a plastic bag and i it was just a nightmare i almost yeah. missed my flight and i'm like okay you know what i can't go through this anymore and i was telling yeah. this their friend and he goes hey you know what i i know this brand that they're 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 like uh direct competitors to to pelican but they're canadian and they're actually from here in quebec Mm. They're called Nanuk, and mm. they're looking for people to because they're, they're relatively new, but right. They have like a lot of military contracts, so like their they're, 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 they're cases have been tested in mm. like, you know, the best of conditions, and right. they're looking for people to. So he goes, You know what? Here. And next thing I know, the, the, the marketing director of Nanuk calls me and goes, oh, I love your work. Mm. So, what do you like? What do you shoot? What do you need? I'm like, What do you mean? Yeah. What do I need? I like, Oh, I'll shoot with this. And this. I'm like, All right, cool. What's your address? And then next thing, next like, day, I get like three or four like, you know, cases. And I'm like, yeah. And I, I'm the kind of guy that, like I said, feast are fine when I start off. So everything I have, right. I've bought. Right. Like I, like I, I there are no gifts anywhere, yeah. you know? Yeah. So for him to, to send me these cases and I'm mm-hmm. like, wow. I'm like, yeah, thank you. I'm like, sure. Put me on your website. Sure, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. No problem. He yeah. goes, well, wait a sec. He goes, what are you, are you shooting with Ken? I'm like, yeah. He goes, how come you got a brand ambassador for Canon? I was like, is yeah. that a thing? I yeah. didn't know that was a thing. He yeah. goes, yeah, no, I got it. And I'm like, alright, whatever. Mm. And he Next connected you know. me with them, and they're like, we're actually building up our, our ambassador program, and we have absolutely no one that does what you do. No. A lot of the guys were like, you know, Peter McKinnon, and there's oh, yeah. you know, portraits, uh, not portraits, but um, landscapes, and adventure, and you know, travel, but uh-huh. no one doing fashion or yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're like, we would love to have you. And I'm awesome. Like,
0: oh, yeah. There you I go. Saw, uh, there you go. It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I saw. Yeah. I I was kind of perusing um, <laughs> that site, you know, and I saw you. There's some. what There's some wedding photographers in there too.
1: Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. yeah. It's good. I think it's great that the that they've embraced the fact. I mean, sure, Canon has always been known for like oh, those great shots, and you see the eagle, and you see the yeah. mountains, and you're right. like, oh, but I mean. Realistically, people shoot everything, right? I mean, you know. So, I mean, yeah, it's good to have that diversity and to to be able to 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 you know to hey guys, you know what? There's we have shooters that do weddings and that do portraits and that are directors and that do fashion and do right cars and adventure everything. So Yeah. yeah, no, I think I think that they're on the right. Certainly. They're going on the right path, and and it's, they're a great team at Canon. They're seriously, awesome. they've been so good to me, and That's I. And it wasn't a hard sell because I've been shooting Canon ever since I was digital,
0: right? So right.
1: I I never went the medium format route in digital. I was medium format and and film mm. and analog, but when I when I came to digital, I didn't. Yeah. Back then, it was only the Hasselblad, and I I was never a fan of that square or weird yeah. format and whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Well. Um,
0: one more shout-out. Shout-out Canon.
1: Canon! Canon!
0: <laughs> hey, <Cannon>, <laughs> hashtag Canon! Um, that's awesome. Uh,
1: you ready for a quick fire round? Let's go.
0: Okay. Studio or outside? Outside. Best piece of advice you've ever been given?
1: The one That I said at the beginning. Step out of your comfort zone. Everything lies on the other side of fear. Your best life lies on the other side of fear
0: awesome. this this might be a setup for the next one then best piece oh. of advice you'd give
1: same one Same. <laughs> okay easy right okay
0: um this one's specifically for photographers out there so what's your what's your what's your kind of setup when you're uh in the mood for like like scoping photos or editing photos you have some candles music some wine like what's your setup do you have a setup
1: i i do have a setup I mean, I have a soundtrack for everything. I have a soundtrack when I'm cooking, when I'm walking, when I'm editing, when I'm shooting. So I'm in my, like I have my, like right now I'm in my office. And so I will, for sure, every single day, no matter what, like, and I listen to all kinds of music, but no matter what jazz is my go-to
0: that's your go-to okay
1: jazz is my go-to and I, I play my miles davis and john coltrane and that, get,
0: that gets you in the uh, space right
1: and gets me in my space and i have my noise yeah. canceling totally. and I, uh, I i i remember and that's what that's just a little sidebar yeah. is that i don't believe in mu- multitasking mm. um i'm not a multitasker Okay. I, I, it, again, it's, it's, it goes, it goes together with dabbling. I feel that when you multitask, you're, 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 you're diluting your creative genius. I feel that you should focus, even if it's just for half an hour, an hour, right? Take a break, get up, do a couple of push-ups. Yep. drink coffee, come mm-hmm. back, focus. When I'm doing my stuff, my phone is always on airplane. And sometimes I it, it, like, I'll, I'll go like half a day. And right. my phone is on airplane and then, oh, I come out and then I have <laughs> 45 messages and maybe texts and whatnot, but that's okay. At least when, when I was focused, yeah, I, I was not interrupted and I can, I can in dive it. into it. Yeah. So, okay. There you go.
0: Um, dream portrait subject or somebody you ha- somebody you haven't worked with yet that you'd like to work with.
1: Oh, <laughs> um, well, there's quite a few there's yeah. quite a few people but it's funny 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 but um, someone that I was just I was just, uh, I was just uh, watching the uh, the new Eternals um, trailer and okay. uh, the new Marvel film that's going to yeah, come yeah. out next yeah. week and Angelina Jolie is certainly up there on she's up there because, yeah. yeah that mm. I want to photograph and I mean and it's been for a long time I just her person like I would love to interview her and right. talk to her, talk about life, purpose, and fashion photography and everything in between, yep. but I would yep. love to photograph her just because and I, I know specifically where I would love to photograph her also. Oh where? <laughs> in, uh, in Egypt in front of the pyramids. Okay. I don't know why. Yeah. It, it's yeah. one it's one of those things. I, I I I was like, I you know, like I those those uh what do you call them? Uh, the uh the du Monde, the um What's it in English? So the, the uh, eight marvels of the world? Oh, the,
0: the seven wonders of the world.
1: The seven seven wonders of the world. The yeah. overall, I mean, there are. it's an idea that I've had for a long time the seven wonders of the world and shooting. Shooting seven, them. That'd be cool. Shooting seven people that I think yeah. are, are wonderful. And like, like you know, there's, there's uh, Angelina, there's Barack Obama. That's yeah. on the list. There's, there's, there's quite a few people that I'd like to photograph them. But I mean, I. I still have a lot of time, but I'm working totally. diligently. So. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: that's, a, that's a very cool concept. That's very cool. Uh, I'll tell you one of mine. Just Not, not oh. that it's thing, but another thing. I would oh. love to shoot Monica Bellucci. Oh. That would be my dream portrait she, subject.
1: She, I, I bumped into her once in, in, in Paris, and mm. I, was, I was in awe. Yeah, yeah. She, I went to the studio and she was she was shooting with somebody else, but I saw her walk out that studio, and I'm like,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I felt envy. I was like, yeah. why isn't she in my? Studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got you got
0: to fit her, you got to fit her into those seven wonders somehow. Uh, Richard. Yeah, exactly. there you go. Exactly.
1: Um, thanks so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. I know. I know. We we've, we've tried to do this for a while, and I'm I'm glad that like we could reconnect and do this because. Yeah. I love exchanging and I love your vibe and your energy and I love this yeah. formula. So thank awesome. you. Thank you. Well, thank much. you.
0: Thanks so much. Um, what's co- like, tell, tell, tell people what's coming up for you. That's, that's kind of, you know, exciting you and, and floating your boat. What's coming up?
1: Um, I'm actually, well, I'm working on not one, but two books. Okay. So that's coming up. I don't want to give out yeah. more than that. But okay. Yeah. Yep. So ideally, the first one would be in 2022, okay. and then the one after that. Um, I'm also working on a short film that I want to do next year that I okay. want to direct, finally. Maybe. And I also um, am finally going to uh, put my hand in the ring. or No, not my hand, my hat in Your the hat ring. Your hat in the ring, yeah. And, and my hat in the ring, and I, I want to, uh, I will be working as a still i still photographer on a movie set. Oh, so, well. Again, again, all that it's always, you know, photography, narrative, telling yeah. stories and being able to do that in different ways. And
0: amazing. Exploring. exploring yeah. Things. Right. Yeah. So it's such a, you know, I, I've loved talking to you. I think it's been amazing. Um, you know, please go check out uh, Richard's work. You can uh, see that maybe best through his website, uh, richardburnaden.com. Or on the ubiquitous gram on the Instagram at <laughs> Richard in photo. Um, amazing! Thanks again, Richard. I've so appreciated and enjoyed chatting with you today.
1: Thank you, Mark. I'm grateful that you that you thought of me. I'm grateful to Chris for connecting yes, us. Yes, yes. And and and, and anytime,
0: anytime. Yeah. Take care, my man. Thank you. And that's our episode. Thanks very much for Richard coming on the show. So appreciative of him doing that. Uh, I loved hearing the story. Love hearing the, the, the kind of history of kind of how he got into it and his thoughts on shooting today and how that's changed and what's important to him as a photographer. It's amazing to get those insights from a pro like him. So once again, thanks to Richard. As always, if you want to download or subscribe, I'd really appreciate it. It always helps the podcast. And um, yeah, you can listen to this on wherever you get your you've redownloaded your podcast from, of course. And stay tuned. We'll be back in a few weeks time with another great interview on the My Three Picks podcast. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.